0: In the Know for Tuesday, August 17th, the 229th day of 2021. There are 136 days left in the year. Good morning, MP, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country, uh, Afghanistan, Haiti, COVID-19. Those are the heavy hitters this morning. We'll also have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win to prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. And we will have day number seven of Where's Quacky? Your chance to participate in the Ducking Hunger Regatta and win a K-105 t-shirt if you can uh, be the lucky winner. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In end. The No. Settling in to my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife the beautiful girl. It's beach. Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. How you doing? I'm good.
0: You got your hair up on top of your head where it will burn like a tiki torch Listen, if you light it on fire.
1: Today, that's the best I could do.
0: You're just doing so, yeah. doing the very best that you can do. Yeah. I, I got it. Um, we have a different style at home when it comes t- uh, to answering telemarketers' calls. <laughs> yes. And I read something this morning. Uh, I have always been very leery when I'm on the phone with people, uh, especially maybe who I suspect would be a telemarketer or something, about saying the word yes or letting them know that I'm an actual human because uh, research says, and even according to the FCC, scammers and robocall companies often use simple responses to identify potential targets. And it's not just your voice. It also includes asking you to press a button to remove remove you from the call list. And interacting with these prompts in any way is how spammers find out your number is real, and then they will use that to spam you more often, like mushrooms. You get rid of one, and then ten come back. So if you answer one robocall, then you may find out you're getting more robocalls. So I just usually click... Don't say anything, and yeah, then just too. click right back, just yeah. to get it to just. I'm like, I'm not going to play with you. I you know. all just go away and leave me alone. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Moscow, Paris, Rome, and even Concord. It's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I- I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, ordinarily, Reds fans and Cubs fans might not be able to agree on much, but you both got some what I think would be welcome news yeah. last night about maybe Field of Dreams 2022.
2: I've got to start pinching my pennies right now and saving up for it. We were all talking about that. I have a friend who's a good Cubs fan, and then we looked at tickets last
0: just one friend who's a who's a Cubs fan. That's more than that's that's about three too many. <laughs> okay, I got it. Uh,
2: so, but we were thinking like, okay, how are we going to start saving up for this? Like, what would be the max amount that we'd actually be willing to spend? But it'd be really cool,
0: Sam. I don't know you better than anyone else, but we've worked together for quite some time, and I think I know you well enough to know that you would not spend what it will take in order you, to be. You are
2: probably one, correct. One in of saying one so. of the
0: eight thousand because one of the things they shared during game coverage last week was the what it really took. It, like You had to be a who's who of Iowa even to get into the game. So each team got 1,500 seats, so that leaves 5,000. And so then factor in all of the Major League Baseball big wigs and then the local notoriety with wanting to go. I mean, I'm not saying you won't, but it'd be interesting to see what it would actually well, cost the, to be able to go.
2: The ticket's... Like the cheap tickets on the third-party market were like $1,300. Yeah, that Uh was the cheapest ticket, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was the
0: the nosebleed. Of course, except, you know, in an uh, 8,000-seat ballpark, uh, nosebleed. You won't get much of a nosebleed from (laughs) even the worst seat in the house. May get some isolated tropical downpours today. Uh, More and more, if you're in eastern Kentucky, you're going to get more remnants of Fred that moved through the southeast yesterday and will move into our neck of the woods today. We could get some outlying um, some outlying bands of uh, rain showers this afternoon, more likely to be later in the day rather than earlier. And then a cold front is going to move in on Saturday with an increase in showers and thunderstorms, but no relief next week from the... Uh, very warm and humid setup. We're going to see the uh, lower 90s return at least the first few days of next week. Scattered thunderstorms today, in particular in the afternoon. A high of 87, mostly cloudy, 72 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms, a 4 in 10 chance of rain tomorrow. And a high of 90, 90 for tomorrow. Mm. I'll be surprised here. I, 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 don't think, I don't think officially we'll tick 90 here in the uh, the good old Twin Lakes area. But it's certainly a possibility. Uh, 24 hours since we talked to you yesterday, I guess 23 hours technically since we finished talking to you yesterday, but continuing to monitor the Afghanistan situation and, you know, seeing, seeing uh, more people. More talking heads, more people who lived through the Vietnam era, more people who served in Vietnam in that conflict, and drawing some similarities on how uh, the exit from Saigon is now starting to look uh, eerily familiar to what the exit from Afghanistan has looked like. President Biden says he stands squarely behind the Afghani decision to depart, uh, as I told you yesterday I, i'm not i, I don 't have strong i don 't have a strong enough opinion. ...on whether we should have ever gone to begin with, if we should have left a long time ago, or whether we should stay permanently. I, I don't have a firm thought on that. I, I'm open to multiple ideas if you do it correctly. What I do think we can agree on is how we got out. It was the wrong way. I mean, you can say it was time to get out. I, I'm, I'm open to that. But the optics of how we're leaving and what has happened in the backfill of our departure... We, uh, I think it was a C-17. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, uh, it, it wasn't a, a C-130 that I talked about yesterday, but it was a b- big troop transport plane that we were watching in the studio yesterday of Afghanis out on the tarmac just trying to hang on to this aircraft to try and be rescued out of Kabul. I, we did not see the video until, I didn't see the video until last night of that plane being two to three hundred feet off the ground and that, people yeah. falling off of it to their death on the ground. And if that doesn't show you what pe- people are willing to sacrifice in order to escape the rule of the Taliban, then um, I think that's all you need to know to see people will do that. But now, conversely, The president said yesterday that Americans shouldn't be willing to fight a war that Afghanis aren't willing to fight themselves, that if they won't fight for their freedom, why should we do it? I don't think they fully understand. I don't think they fully understand what freedom is and what freedom looks like. And I I can understand the president's argument if they're not willing to help themselves, then why should we continue to help them? but there's a defensive strategy involved in us playing offense as well sometimes what the best the best defense is a good offense and vice versa if we are fighting terrorism and the taliban over there maybe we're less likely to do it on our soil but you'll have other officials who will say well yes we trained the afghani military but what we didn't provide them with was air support and other other um overwatch assets that we have had the benefit of using while we've been there it's just it's one thing to train them to fight and carry a rifle and a gun and techniques of warfare but if they don't have an established um air force primarily i don't know why they would really need a a naval force because you know of, of their proximity but there are just some other assets that go along with it. If they're not there to to be backed up when they need, it's going to be hard for them to fight a force as large as the Taliban. And so, it just continues to be it just continues to be troubling. But our exit, the way it looked, you you all saw yesterday that photo of all those Afghani's in the belly of that aircraft mm-hmm. that were just yes. you know squeezed in there like sardines. I mean, absolutely awful to see. So we'll. Um, We'll we'll find out. Uh, The flights lifted, look, about 700 to 800 passengers is what I'm seeing on our screen and the monitor now. Uh, Leader McConnell, uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, called the Afghan situation an unmitigated disaster. He had been, you know, it goes back to the Trump uh, era when they started talking about the exit and the withdrawal from Afghanistan. He repeatedly criticized the decision and for months asked President Biden to reconsider The withdrawal was faster than expected, with most U.S. troops having exited the country in July, and it took a mere weeks and really primarily only a matter of days for the Taliban to overrun. He said, over the last year, we didn't lose a single American military personnel in combat, not one. He said, so why were we still there? To keep the lid on so that this relatively stable situation would not become a haven for terrorists once again. And that's another area where our... It's another area where our senators from Kentucky are split. Rand Paul has long been bring them home, and then there's a case right there where Leader McConnell says if the situation is stable and we're not suffering big casualties, then keep them there. And, again, I'm not a geopolitical expert, so I, I can't say. I just know that it doesn't look good. On the way that it is, uh, on the way that our exit is happening. In Haiti, uh, the death toll increased to 1419, 1,419 people, at least 6,000 injured, many who were having to wait under burning heat, even on an uh, airport tarmac and just being baked because they have no. Uh, shelter or sanctuary. So that continues to be troubling. And then it's also troubling 6,778 new COVID-19 cases reported since Saturday. That's Saturday, Sunday, Monday in Kentucky, 6,778 total there were also 25 new deaths during that same three-day period, uh, bringing our loss, Kentucky's loss, to 7,451. I saw something yesterday that said 11 of the people of the 25 were 55 years of age or younger. So when you start looking at the mortality percentages, 11 of them, 20 percent of the 55 were, 20 uh, percent of the 25. Hang on, 11 of the 25, so nearly half of the people who passed are under the age of 55. Uh, The hospitalization rate, so if you're just tracking it from day to day, yesterday there were 1,528 people hospitalized with coronavirus in the state, 429 in ICU, nearly a third, and 224 on a ventilator. So in one day it went from 158 on a ventilator to 224 on a ventilator. Uh, another thing that's problematic is, you know, just the, the traffic jam of uh, of, of hospital uh, resources. Not it's a lack of nurses because you're seeing positivity in all industries that's increasing, including health care. I'm sure so that when you get a COVID positive person in healthcare, that sidelines them from being able to care for other people. So it's it's uh, problematic. We also learned yesterday that testing has been paused due to a supply of uh, a supply deficit of testing kits, the Grayson County Health Department has had to temporarily pause COVID-19 testing. I did read where Owensboro Health Twin Lakes has their drive through clinic that is still available, but they have expanded the turnaround time on how long it will take you to get your results because their system is being stretched. And with the health department temporarily pausing testing, because we went through a, a several months where we There was no one to test. People weren't showing up to test. So supplying decisions uh, were made not to purchase, you know, an overabundance of tests. And then all of a sudden, here we are with another surge. So just be aware and uh, up to date on how to model your behavior accordingly. I also read this morning and just in passing at least one school system. It's Lee County is the first school system in Kentucky to cancel schools for, they canceled for three days. I think they canceled. They started last week, and they canceled yesterday, today, and tomorrow to try and uh, get ahead or get a hold on the situation in Lee County. But if you look at the Kentucky COVID map, with the exception of maybe three, four counties right now, it's all red, just showing Seven. community community Seven. spread. Seven. Seven. And they're extreme <laughs> west, extreme north, and extreme south. So, the meat, like the middle, the torso of the state, all red. I,
2: I'm very surprised to see Campbell on that list because that's a highly populated county.
0: Yeah, 20.9, 20 20, 20. something like that. Mm-hmm. Just keeps them, they're barely. They'll be in the red probably tomorrow would be my guess. In some other headlines, a Breck County felon has been arrested by the Grayson County Sheriff's Office after refusing to leave private property and being found with methamphetamine. Grayson County Sergeant Fred Norder and Deputy Nick Pruitt responded to a domestic disturbance about 5.30 at the St. Clair Hotel in Falls of Ruff. The, uh, Law enforcement determined a nonviolent domestic disturbance had taken place, but the property's owners had asked a male involved in the disturbance, a 27-year-old Michael Compton, be removed from the property. The uh, Compton was asked to leave the property multiple times, but he refused to leave. He was then encouraged to stand across the street, but then uh, he uh, again refused, said he was going to stand wherever he could to get a signal for his phone. He refused to leave and eventually was uh, charged and according to the Department of Corrections, uh, he was he was found to have methamphetamine on his person. Also, in the subsequent search during his arrest. So, there you go. That story. The UK University of Kentucky and the state of Kentucky are um, battling, um,
2: wasting money. Yeah. Um, W- wasting tuition and tax dollars? <laughs> yeah,
0: they're, they're, they're arguing. I don't know if
2: arguing is –
0: yeah, I mean they're making legal arguments. Um, so that would be an appropriate term on can the state of Kentucky use Team Kentucky? The University of Kentucky, which in the late 90s was granted a, uh, a patent or a copyright of the word of the use of Kentucky – which is a little bit odd because it was a state before it was a university or at least the University of Kentucky. It's a land-grant institution. If it's not for the state, the university is named something else. So, But I also see, I mean, if you believe this, UK says they have used Kentucky on numerous clothing items since 1940. 1997 granted a registration for the mark Kentucky for athletic jerseys, et cetera. And they say that the state using it, Is confusing. And they also go on to say that they have a responsibility to defend their use of it and protect their use of it. This is why I'm saying I don't know how much arguing. Yes, they're making legal arguments, but I don't know how much bickering they're doing. And they claim that they've been working together through this and they're going to let the courts decide the judicious approach on how to do did, this.
2: Did anyone actually think that team Kentucky was UK?
0: Here's where it here's where it's um here's where I think the rubber really meets the road is that if it was just the state of Kentucky and especially during uh, Covid nineteen pandemic. If it was just that, it would be one thing. But team, the use of Team Kentucky goes back to the Bashir campaign for governor, and I think that's where it's more likely to catch Board of Regents attention, and maybe some the university as a whole is getting pressure from others saying that Bashir and Coleman shouldn't be able to call themselves Team Kentucky when running for office because they were using Team Kentucky before we got into a pandemic and before he became the governor. I think if you follow it back to this time that you you may find that's where the origins of this are. But it will be interesting on a legal basis to see what decision is made because you would like to think that it would be rational, but – U.K. also has a history of going after other people that are using their logo that maybe aren't sanctioned or licensed to do it. So this is yet just another another attempt for them to protect their brand, brand integrity. Right or wrong, but we shouldn't be surprised that they're doing it.
2: That's their logo. I don't know. I'm not a copyright lawyer. Thank goodness. That sounds horrendous.
0: Yeah, so I'm not... I mean, I'm not allowed to, as a Kentuckian, I'm not freely allowed to use the word Kentucky however I want no, it's, to.
2: It's like I mean, a couple years ago when Ohio State had tried to trademark the.
0: Oh, yeah. that's But that, you know, that's even more universal. Yeah. The of course, Ohio State course University. They do everything they no. do in Ohio is weird. Mm-hmm. Especially the further north you get.
2: So you can take that little sliver of Cincinnati. <laughs> that, that's a pretty that, decent that, area. But other than that,
0: that better. If you're going to the state fair which begins on Thursday, you have an opportunity, if you so choose, to upgrade and renew your driver's license from your normal license, or you can renew it, and also get the real ID. The transportation cabinet is going to have a pop-up driver licensing renewal booth or facility at the state fair. So, Smart. You don't, That's cool. You don't want yeah. you Smart. to drive wherever you you know normally have to go, then you can... You can do that at the mm. uh, at the State Fair. Get you a corn dog. I and... also, by the way, read um, um, our clerk, uh, Stacy Blaine. She was reminding people a few days ago that you know you don't have to wait till the week before your driver's license <laughs> expires. You can you can renew it. <laughs> you know you don't have to wait. You don't have to procrastinate until the very last minute or after it's expired. Uh oh.
1: Three months.
0: Shots fired. The Kentucky Supreme Court... (laughs) I, I just had a little twitch in my neck that I had to... The Kentucky Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in four cases this week. Two cases will be heard tomorrow. Two will be heard on Thursday. The first case involves whether a UK doctor made a protected disclosure of suspected wrongdoing. And the third, let's see, the other case, we'll hear a case involving an attempted adoption without terminating the rights of both biological parents. The third case deals with self-defense immunity. And the fourth involves a dispute between the city of Fort Wright and the Kentucky Retirement Systems over how pensions funds were invested.
2: I remember hearing about that up there in northern Kentucky.
0: Yeah, that where Fort Wright is?
2: Fort Wright. Yep, my grandma lived there for a long time. Penton County.
0: Is there a Fort wrong?
2: There's a fort. There's all kinds of forts up there. Fort Mitchell. I know there's Fort Thomas, but if there's going to be a fort Fort right, shouldn't
0: there be a fort wrong? Just so you know which side you're on. Uh, What else do you need to know about before we go? Oh, yeah. Just a story about customs. For whatever reason, U.S. Customs in Louisville seeing a huge increase in contraband that they're collecting. Like a 769% increase in cocaine seizures. A 1,338% increase in ketamine, seizures, methamphetamine, illegal currency, whatever reason. I don't know, people trying to send stuff through. That's Maybe crazy. they think they're asleep at the wheel in Louisville. I don't know. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Where's Quacky? Day number seven coming right up here on In the Know.
1: I said I want to see you again. But I'm stuck in colder weather. Maybe tomorrow will be better Can I call you
0: then Today is Baby Boomer Recognition Day man. Hey, Boomer
1: You ain't
0: never recognize all those great baby boomers that are among us It's dance. also Thrift Shop Day today I'd say there's a good chance you can catch some boomers at a thrift shop mm-hmm. I don't know All the baby boomers I know like They like a good bargain at the, thrift, at the thrift shop And it's number two pencil day today <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the number two pencil did to dethrone the number one pencil, but it must have been one of the greatest beatings of all time because you never heard another thing from
2: them. You were talking about one of my ponderances while you were gone. Yes, it was with one of the educators. I couldn't remember, but I felt like if an educator knew the answer, why a number two pencil is number two and not number one? Absolutely, um, and they did not know. I don't remember which one it was.
0: I mean, what was it like the early airplane? It just failed so miserably (laughs) that we just put it away and said, let's not talk about that anymore. Mm -hmm.
2: Because I'd like to buy a number one pencil.
0: But if you think about it, the number two pencil has great staying power. Or number three. I mean, I'm I'm 50 years old, and number two has not... I've only known the number two pencil, and it's not been dethroned. Never lost. (laughs) (laughs) Never lost. (laughs) Number two pencil, never lost. It is still top of the heap. It is day number seven of Where's Quacky? We can tell you that yesterday, Where's Quacky... Quacky spent the day at the Greenhouse Garden at the Grayson County Middle School. So you had to kind of use the background as context for understanding the location. But the uh, Greenhouse Garden at the Grayson County Middle School is where Quacky spent the day. And Rhonda Williams was one of the many correct answers yesterday. She was selected at random, so now she has her own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta on September 6th. And a K-105 t-shirt. And you could also score your very own duck. And a K one hundred and five T shirt. If you'll trot on over to the K one hundred and five Facebook page and see day number seven of where's Quacky? Quacky is hanging out. It Looks to be either a wall or a floor or some smooth surface.
2: Isn't he hmm. technically in Indiana right now?
0: Um. Well, I, I I'm maybe. I.
2: Well, like I Jeffersonville. Mean, not
0: not, t- not technically. <laughs> he might be in a location depicted hmm. as Indiana. But I, I don't know. You'll, again, don't do it here in the show thread. Go on over to the K105 Facebook page where you'll find a post of day number seven of Where's Quacking and put your answer in the comments section there to be uh, considered for Uh, part of the contest so we'll tell you tomorrow where Quacky is spending the day today and you may have your own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta gc-alliance.com gc-alliance.com is where you go to sponsor your own duck we need to make sure that every duck is adopted and sponsored for the Ducking Hunger Regatta you could win a thousand dollars on Labor Day for the Ducking Hunger Regatta which is at the Litchfield Aquatic Center and will be carried on the uh, K105 digital productions as well. So, coming quick. Yeah, it'll be here before be here before we know it. A new study says babies and toddlers spread virus in homes more easily than teens.
2: See, I can kind of see this. Yeah, me too. When I read this headline this morning.
0: Now, babies and toddlers are less likely to bring the coronavirus into their homes than teenagers teenagers are more likely to bring it in yeah but babies Mm -hmm. and toddlers are more likely to spread it within the house yeah when it is in because well they put their mouth on everything Mm -hmm. they touch everything it's also harder Mm -hmm. to isolate you know a lot of teenagers you some cases you don't see them for days anyway (laughs) yep so you can you can isolate a lot a lot they just naturally are more removed than babies that you might want to love on and squeeze on or that are in your face saying, come here, let me tell you a joke, or jumping into your arms or whatever it might be. So adolescents were most likely to bring the virus into the home. Children from 14 to 17 made up 38% of all index cases. Children who were three or younger were the first to get sick in just 12% of households, but they were the most likely to spread the virus to others in their homes, the odds of household transmission were roughly 40% higher when the infected child was three or younger than when they were between 14 and 17.
2: It makes sense to me. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, yeah. I think just for the point that you made, you made about, you know, the isolation and then putting their mouths on things and...
0: By the way, the both of you all got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, so mm-hmm. there's no news for you all yet But as a person who received the Pfizer, um, I kind of got clued in this morning that it's likely sometime in the fall or maybe closer to winter that um, it's already known that I'm going to need a booster.
2: I think they said what I heard this morning was eight months. Is eight what months, or eight so, months so. after your vac- after you're fully vaccinated.
0: So for me, it would be eight months from March. So I'm looking at you November. know October, November, uh, late October, early November, something like that. And I will tell you, as someone who's been a proponent for getting it. Uh, You would not be surprised to hear me say that that doesn't bother me. I mean, if if that's we've needed booster shots of many other vaccines that I've needed in my lifetime. And so the idea of, you know, I, I will tell you this, I'd rather I'd rather know that I need a booster than they say we overshot it like we gave you because I think you know too much is too much in most cases mm-hmm. so it's a matter of getting the right amount to make sure that you're protected you don't want you don't want any more than is necessary and if that means they come up a little bit under so that they can figure it out and see how society reacts and how the body reacts and to make sure everything is you know steady as you go. And you say, I think a booster is in your best interest on oh, fine. Give it to me. That'll be as, no problem.
2: As I'll say, if, if Johnson and Johnson comes out with one, I'll just say, Hey, Trevor Ray, save me one. I'll see you when I can be there. Tonight.
0: Absolutely. And that's one of the you reasons can. as well that um, they don't know about Johnson and Johnson yet, because it's a single shot. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to study how long your immunity is, uh, you know, is supposed to, is supposed to last, but that's, some of the news today, unfortunately, that gives fuel to people who are against taking the vaccine in some ways they say, see, it, it, the, the shot they gave you isn't enough. Well, isn't it better to know that we didn't get too much or that we didn't get, I, just, yeah, I mean, I have very little fear of growing an 11th toe
2: that would be cool <laughs> For getting the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, it I, might improve my balance. I do hear them say though that some people are, you know, being able to stick forks to their forehead, which I think would be kind of cool.
0: Were they mm-hmm. able to do that before getting the show? No, shot?
2: that's what they said that the the vaccine does that. Which I mean, that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? I know, cool party trick.
0: I, I, I know there's humor in there, but unfortunately, some oh, this people is that I'm I've read from.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know from who you are, WebMD. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Facebook MD, maybe. Uh, Yeah.
0: (laughs) A mom says a Southwest flight attendant told her to glue a mask to her toddler's face. Oh. A Virginia Beach mother is speaking out after the mask incident she said involved her two-year-old on a recent Southwest Airlines flight. Allie Cheek was on an August 12 flight from Orlando to Norfolk, Virginia, with her husband and two children, four and two. Her two-year-old daughter, Drew, was crying and would not keep on her mask. She is a thumb sucker, and her only according to the mom, her only way to bio- that she biologically knows how to soothe herself is by sucking her thumb, which is near impossible with a mask. Cleek and her husband held drew down, she said, trying to get her to wear a mask while two flight attendants stood over them all right immediately i 'm going to throw a flag on the play. When did we start making two year olds wear masks because right. I thought it was, was two, and two and under two and under didn 't have to so i 'm a little bit puzzled by this. Um, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of preposterous I'm not telling you that two year olds are not vulnerable, but I thought that the rules were that two years and under for this very reason because two year olds don't understand why they need to and if their natural reaction is to uh, suck their thumb then but here's one that, they gave them two options cut a hole in the mask which. You know we saw the memes early on of the lady who she had her mask on, but she cut a hole in it so her cigarette would fit in there. You know it's like,
2: what's the point? Well, I loved the people that took you know like the baby wipe container and cut it up so they could open up and like take a drink that way <laughs> yeah yeah
0: well i and then the flight attendant said that she could they could glue it, and they had glue like. <laughs> Airlines are now carrying special. We know they're carrying duct tape. duct tape because they've had to use it at least multiple times. And I'm 100 percent on board
2: with the, every one of those cases that they use the duct tape.
0: Miss Buckles, you got to watch a couple of episodes of Fasten Your Seatbelt on A and E. I had watched yes. a few, and then I saved some for you to watch it. Were you entertained by this new Fasten yes, Your Seatbelt show?
1: Here's the thing. I don't. I mean, entertained? Yes, but I only had one bad flight. And yes. those are really bad flights. Like what you see on the show, no thank you. I enjoy flying my preferred way to travel. Yeah. But to deal with those types of things, no thank
0: you. I think what my point is is that I think what the show does, the, 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 the point the show proves is it exposes the behavior of people uh, these stressful situations bring out, in a lot of cases, the worst in people. But my guess is they would act the same if it was at the bus station and something didn't go their way, or if they were in line at the DMV and something um, didn't yeah, go I'm their sure. way, or in the drive-through line or the whatever. It's just really an in, uh, an indictment on how humans behave in yeah, the 21st century. And it's
1: century. nonsense. Yeah, I it, mean, definitely, it
0: is. definitely is nonsensical. Americans can expect the uh, Farmer's Almanac is out. And the predictions are, according to this year's report, Americans can expect a frosty flip-flop winter across the country. On average, we'll see near-normal amounts of the white stuff coast-to-coast. However, there will be notable month-to-month variations, reports from the... um, Almanacs say near normal amounts of snow, but it could be less than expected as temperatures will likely fluctuate and cause snow to melt. Most of the country will experience plummeting temperatures at the start of the new year. And the prediction is that March will end with the east and far Midwest being hit with a huge winter storm.
2: No. Let's no. (laughs) No. Not make that happen.
0: The east and the far Midwest. I, I don't care. No. It doesn't.
2: We're in between. That means we're going to get a little bit of it.
0: No, that's not what it... No, that's not what that means. No. We're going to get a huge snowstorm. It's going to be out there. And it's going to be off to our east. And here we are. We're the flip-flop portion. We're going to be wearing so I flip-flops want, I want, want it to
2: be about 70 when it gets to April the 1st. Well,
0: you... Yeah. Me too. Me, me, me too. But I have to take what the Farmer's Almanac says is what's likely to happen. Got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win. It's coming up here on In the Know. Don't you worry about a thing.
1: Don't you worry about a thing.
0: Did you know Leonardo DiCaprio's mom was looking at a Leonardo da Vinci painting in a museum in Italy when Leo kicked for the first time. And that's what gave her the inspiration to name her son Leonardo.
1: I
2: did not know that. I I, th- I misheard what you had said. I thought you said Leonardo da Vinci's mom was looking at a Leonardo da Vinci <laughs> <laughs> painting, and I was
0: Leonardo DiCaprio's mom was looking at a Da Vinci painting in Italy, in a museum, when <laughs> Leo kicked in the womb for the first time and she said, I'm gonna name him Leonardo. Now could you imagine Leo DiCaprio with another first name? I mean with a last name like DiCaprio. Yeah. What do you even just You have famous? to have
1: something big, like What Yeah, exactly. Something
0: yeah. grandiose like Leonardo. I mean
2: What if what? his name was Mark?
1: What's
0: your name? Mark DiCaprio. My name's Butch. Butch DiCaprio. What?
1: Yeah, it doesn't your, work out.
0: That what's well. your name? Jack? Jack what? Jack DiCaprio
2: <laughs> That just doesn't
0: uh, Joe. It just it doesn't.
2: I guess Joe DiCaprio, you sound like DiMaggio. I mean, you get a little bit of that, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiCaprio.
0: It just doesn't. It just doesn't work. As far as I'm concerned, she she got it right. I mean, thank goodness she wasn't looking at another. Thank goodness she wasn't looking at dogs playing poker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean that, that. Here's today's water cooler question. It's your chance to win to prove you're the smartest person around the water cooler. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Give you your choice of prizes today. You can go to Holiday World, Kentucky Kingdom, or Beach Bend. Whatever fits into your travel pattern and schedule the best. 270-259-6000 is the number that you text your answer to. The question is this. A survey says if you are a parent, you are more likely to enjoy this beverage... On a regular basis. Huh. A study, a survey says if you are a parent, you are more likely to enjoy this beverage on a regular basis. I'll just go ahead and tell you it's not wine and it's not beer. So just don't even bother. That would be too obvious.
2: Okay, well, that gets rid of my. Right,
0: so now you're <laughs> back to a blank sheet of no, paper. No, no, aren't I got you, one. Saying? I got one. You have one? I got one. Okay. <laughs> if you are a parent, you are more likely to enjoy more frequently this beverage. So on a regular basis, you're more likely to enjoy this beverage. We learned last week that uh, Mike Richards and Maya Bialik will be the ongoing hosts for Jeopardy! She'll do the spinoff and do the special primetime, and Mike Richards will do the daily syndicated version of Jeopardy! But we're learning a little bit more about the also-rans. If you remember LeVar Burton... There was a huge push for LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow and uh, Star Trek The Next Generation and to uh, come in and host. Like people were saying, LeVar Burton, make him the host. Come to find out, the ratings for the LeVar, the LeVar Burton weeks that he hosted were the lowest of all the guest hosts. Really? A paltry right. 4.4 audience share during his week at the helm of the syndicated quiz show. Uh, Before that, Savannah Guthrie and Dr. Sanjay Gupta had held the record, I don't know how to say his name, had held the record at 4.7, so they were the lowest until he came along. Ken Jennings had the highest. Well, of course he did. He was first, right? He was the first to co. So, but Ken Jennings doesn't have the charisma to be the host long term. He's kind of an anomaly, but um, Richards had 5.9. And so that was good because Richards was far enough into the guest co-host role. He was after Aaron Rodgers. He was after Katie Couric. He was after some of the others. And so um, Mike Richards seemed to be pretty popular with the audience on you know, doing a good job. So let's see.
2: Now, I did get to ask you, Is that, who would you have picked through the guest co-host if you had that decision? Who would you have picked?
0: I probably would have picked um, Mayim Bialik. Really?
2: Yeah. I saw a little bit of her. and She did good, mm-hmm. very yeah, good. She,
0: I thought she did a fabulous job. She was just enough. And is
2: she one of the? She's probably one of the first female hosts of a major game Certainly show. Certainly
0: a major game show. Absolutely.
2: I mean, you'll have um, like Ellen. I know if you count like her yeah, game but, of games. Who but wants
0: but to be a millionaire? Katie if you Kirk, count that, point, but point. it was uh, no. Who was the other Meredith Vieira? Meredith, Meredith Vieira, Vieira that yep. was hosting it in syndication. It's not on the level of it's not on the level of jeopardy but the other one was um the weakest link was hosted by a lady you are the weakest link goodbye now that was a that was a one-off it was kind of a seasonal television show so let's see all right if your number ends in zero eight two zero You were aware that chocolate milk
1: Mm. is frequent
0: among parents a frequent use. Not just milk, but chocolate milk. 0820 was the first. We had uh, a few chocolate milks come in there. We were able to get that. All right. What else must you know today? Uh, The Talk, speaking of television shows, is in search for a male co-host to replace Carrie Ann Inaba. So Sharon Osbourne, you know, out, replaced by Jerry O'Connell. And now they're... Test auditioning somebody to replace Carrie Ann Inaba, who said she was taking a leave of absence to focus on her health and well-being. Can you do that? Like, I, it, If that's an option, I didn't know that before now, <laughs> that you can take a leave of absence for your health and well-being, because that might be something. Are you joining the show? Is that what uh, you're saying? I'm are thinking you about be- joining the talk. Okay. But They're going to need something. I don't know if I can work. Yeah, they wouldn't know what hit them, would they? <laughs> I mean, they'd say, what have we done? Why did we? You're do that? from I'm where? Sure they was, yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> Who? Grease pole climbing? <laughs> what? <laughs> and Field of Dreams? Peacock has ordered a TV series based on the movie. All right, now let's not get carried yeah, away.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. You know,
0: this is a. I, this is we went on a couple of great dates. I love you. Let's get married, right? That's this is this. Yeah. Let's, it, let's let's just let it. Let it simmer. Is Kevin Costner let in it, these? Let it settle. No, he's not going to be okay. in it. He's too busy with Yellowstone. We can't lose Kevin Costner to Field of Dreams. I, I get it, but it just shows you there are too many platforms that need content. There are too many TV channels. There are too many. Like, everything that comes along, somebody said, let's make it a series. No, just leave it where it is. got to get to a break. We'll come back. we got more on the way. Point to Ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, Chart Toppers, and more. Coming up here on In the Know.
1: I was
0: a little girl. I had a bread Only God I've ever wrong. MB's point to ponder and for I today.
2: Love you just the way I
0: it's twenty twenty-one. Why aren't there garbage cans in cars? Hmm. And it Is
2: it that little the little uh, compartment in your door, isn't that for your
0: garbage? <laughs> <laughs> I think some people probably fashion it oh as a garbage dear. can. But Yours truly. some of the larger SUVs, maybe, maybe, maybe there is one built in. But it just seems like to me it would make sense to have a small little trash receptacle that's easy to pop out and dump in the garbage can. For the amount of things we do in our car that create trash... Why don't we? I mean, that seems obvious that people would have done.
2: For some of you, it's just I'm going to throw it on the back seat and it's just going to roll down there. And
1: I am pretty sure that there is something um, from As seen on TV. Yeah. So it's like over the back of the passenger seat or whatever uh, you sure. can you can. So it's an organizer, and then. Um, Plastic bag for trash. Yeah, I'm sure. not at all
0: surprised that there are some aftermarket opportunities to do that. You know, the little plastic bags that they used to hold on the, on the lighter, the little plug lighter. It had the little hook in there and you could just hang that. Yeah. But I mean, we've had, I mean, from Henry Ford to Elon Musk. And everything in between, why have auto manufacturers never carved out a little cubby somewhere that's dedicated
2: just to trash? I've seen some people do, you know, like the plastic containers that you'll put like flour or oh, yeah. cereal. Like they'll the do organizer that. containers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll put a little trash bag in there and do that and then just dump it out that way. Of
0: course, for the size of garbage can that they would manage to put in my vehicle, I would have to empty it three times a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, would, it would be filled up in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, there's a plastic bottle and there's a bag from the store and there's just whatever. Uh, Sam Gormley, I'm going to ask you, because I think you're more likely to have an answer than Miss Buckles over there. <laughs> what would your baseball, what would your rookie baseball card sell? for <laughs> mine yeah would it bring 15
2: cents not even it wouldn't
0: bring 15 no cents not even in mint condition I'd
2: have to probably pay someone 15 cents to take it
0: okay oh. well that's a little less than the Hannes Wagner t206 that sold this week for 6.6 6 million dollars
2: we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when it was it's going to go option. on the block.
0: Mm-hmm. It is now, again, it has the record for the no. most expensive baseball card. I do
2: know time. for a fact that one UConn Cornelius was in the running. Did, did he?
0: I think he got outbid. I did think his he? max bid was $6.1 and he just lost out. So,
2: Because he has a good baseball card collection.
0: Miss Buckles, what would you pay for my baseball card? Would you pay $0.15 cents at least?
1: Absolutely, okay, thank I would. You. I would thank go, you. and I was going to say for Sam, I know his mama would pay at least a dollar.
0: Yeah, but we couldn't. We couldn't charge our mamas for that, could we, Sam? No. We just have. We'd even have to autograph it mm-hmm. for them and give them a little. How
2: We take the value down.
0: Yeah, we take an ussy with our mamas <laughs> and our <laughs> and our cards on TV tonight <laughs> on television. America's Got Talent. The quarterfinals are on NBC. The season one finale on the CW of Superman and Lois, and on TLC the season nine premiere of My Big Fat Fabulous Life. We are caught up now on White Lotus, so don't be afraid of spoilers if you encounter one of us. And we are currently caught up on Big Brother. Yes. Yes. Are, and are you caught up on Love Island? Don't 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 talk to me about Love Island. Yes. I don't know, but you're I mean, caught up over. as well. Yeah. Okay. the The final five minutes of White Lotus was. Worth it. I was surprised. I, I I feared that was what was going to happen as the setup as the episode unfolded. I thought I think this could be. I had it down to I had it down to two, and uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I was not with you on that.
0: You were not with me on who you thought it was going to no. be. No,
1: not at all.
2: I'm just gonna nod my head cuz yeah. I haven't seen but, any of it.
0: But the, but the setup, <laughs> but the setup to the final couple of scenes though. Oh man. Listen, it starts it's the show starts funny, right? With you were talking about Steve Zahn's character. Mm-hmm. All right. And the and the season ends funny. It's like
2: whoa. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Did you appreciate the warning from one Matt Jones about the one scene that you didn't—I didn't, want I didn't know what to
0: expect, so I was still so, uh, alarmed. But I was like, "Oh, so that's what they were talking about." Uh-huh. I got it. Uh, today's highlight in history, and there will be a season two of White Lotus of the White Lotus. But you said you don't want a season two.
1: Well, and, and not that I don't want, but I mean, for me, I could walk away.
0: Yeah, and I'm and be I'm, happy. With I'm it.
1: good with how it ended. I mean, there's a they l- pretty much wrapped up for me.
0: Yeah, there's a lack. There's not a lack of resolution on a lot of fronts that you feel like have to be explored to the end. Yeah,
1: I'm good.
0: But here's the here's here's the thing that I believe we can we can take, and I can I can do this without spoilers. I think I think what we observed at the end. So Belinda, the closing frame is Belinda and the staff waving at the boat approaching the shore. So my guess is we can just imagine that they're going to reload. It's another week at the White Lotus, and so we'll get new new, new storylines and new characters. That's so my guess, at least. they started
1: out in that same way, waving at the shore, mm-hmm. and they ended in the same way. I'm going to assume we get new characters or whatever.
0: But. We, we also did watch the first episode of the reboot of Fantasy Island.
1: Oh, man
0: it 's a little more out there than the original one was, but you can you can tell it serves as the inspiration but instead of Mr. Rourke, you got Mrs. Rourke, and then they did figure out a way to come up with the tattoo character. They took an unconventional approach to doing that i don 't think we'll be long for watching it, but i will give
1: it one more go you'll give it
0: episode two and then yeah. see how you feel yeah I'm kind of that way too I'm Ugh. like meh. I mean, it is on Fox after all. Usually if it ends up on Fox, that's an indication to me that CBS <laughs> passed on it. I mean, I'm just squarely in the middle of CBS's demographic, right? I mean, they just, they're like, uh, yes, you're who we want on everything. Even from, you know, when I see the the medicines they advertise, the the lifestyle stuff they advertise, like, clearly they are trying to reach me. Fox is not trying to reach me.
2: Yeah, it isn't, it's
0: not that. No, it wasn't that great.
1: But again, it, willing to give there, it one more whirl. There
0: was an homage to Ricardo Montalban in there, which is good and so. They do not they do drive nice jeeps on Fantasy Island. They're all tricked out and the big wheels and all that. All right, today's highlight in history. I really took too much time on Fantasy Island, didn't I, Sam?
2: I got absolutely yeah, nothing he, for you. He Yana. just yeah. zoned out. Mm-hmm. Like he zoned
1: out, like Mhm. A minute and a half
0: ago. Did anything that has just been said in any way make you want to watch Fantasy Island?
2: No, I don't have HBO, so no. Well,
0: that's on Fox. Fantasy Island is on Fox. Well,
2: yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Listen, I got a Reds pennant race to watch.
0: Well, at least for another few days. Oh, Today's <laughs> Today's highlight in history. This date in nineteen fifty I said at least another few days.
2: A game it, and a half out of the wild it, it card. Could,
0: it could be it could be more than a few days, but it's at least another few days. This day in nineteen fifteen, a mob in Cobb County, Georgia lynched Jewish businessman Leo Frank, whose death sentence for the murder of Mary Fagan had been commuted to life imprisonment. In and that on uplifting note, in 1982, the first commercially produced compact discs, a recording of Abba's "The Visitors," were pressed at a Phillips factory near Hanover, West Virginia. Big earthquake in Turkey. This date in 1999, seventeen thousand people. Oh wow! Killed in Turkey in that earthquake. Wow. Birthdays today: Robert De Niro is seventy-eight. Great actor. Belinda Carlisle. I'm watching you, Greg. Belinda Carlisle is 63. Sean Penn is 61. Dwani Wahlberg is 52. And retired Major League Baseball all-star Jorge Posada is 50 today.
2: I'll take Johnny Bench.
0: To the 50. Johnny Bench is my favorite character. Jorge Posada is my second favorite catcher.
2: Not Yogi Berra.
0: No. No. Jorge Posada. Davy Crockett, born this day in 1786. Samuel Goldwyn, the movie pioneer, born in 1879. Mae West, in 1893. And that's it for the chart toppers today. Oh, that's it for the Gone But Not Forgottens. Here are the chart toppers. Let's go, try to go to
1: 1956. You ain't nothing but
0: a hound dog. You got the Sam Gormley seal of approval. I uh,
2: love this song, yeah. yeah. We had Elvis' greatest hits in Dad's car growing
0: up. Can you hop over and do that scene from young Forrest Gump when he's dancing around with his knee braces on and his leg braces and showing Elvis how to do that dance? There's
2: no way I can start dancing. That's one thing that that uh, can't make it happen.
0: By the way, the movies that made us on Netflix has the Forrest Gump in their season two. It's very good. Learned a lot about the movie you didn't know. 1965. Every time I hear this song, I want to make some pottery.
1: <laughs>
0: I want to tweet to me more and make some pottery. Molly, Molly, you in danger, girl. It's my favorite Whoopi Goldberg line. It's my only Whoopi Goldberg line that I'm willing to admit to knowing. All right, let's go to 1974. Rufus, including Chaka Khan, number one, but tell me something good.
2: 1983,
0: The Police, Every Breath You Take. Sorry, kids, 1992, Guns N' Roses, November Rain.
1: Mm. Blame Fantasy
0: Island for not getting to hear it. Destiny's Child, Bootylicious in 01, California Girls, Katy Perry in 2010. Old Town Road was number one two years ago today. All right, M.B.'s Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you cannot do great things, do uh, do small things in a great way. If you cannot do great things, do small things in a great way. M.B.'s Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beach I'm M.B., and now you're in the know.